Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host back again, Michael Vitt, here with another podcast for the week. Hey, man, welcome to, uh, I guess it's technically episode two of the podcast for Home Field Advantage on the brand new for Home Field Advantage podcast network. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm a little hype, man. My, my energy was down, so. So me and my partner was like, man, let's turn on some music. We turn on Journey. <laughs> don't stop believing, man. <laughs> y'all don't know, man. Y'all wasn't, y'all wasn't with me shooting in the gym, bro. Y'all wasn't with me shooting in the gym. That song, what, what is like the best? Like, these are white, white songs. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah, definitely. Bohemian Rhapsody, for Bohemian sure. Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, What's my song with Aerosmith? Oh, man. Walk This Way? No, 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 no. Aerosmith. Ah. Hold on, you was going to say something? Um, the one from, and it's not really from there, but it's got a good, White Girls. Um, what is that? I'd walk a thousand miles. Uh, I can't uh, remember. <laughs> don't, don't, don't troll me for my singing. Um, I'll find it for you. Oh man, uh, yeah, man. Some of those songs, man, they just get you so hyped, man. I don't know why I can't think of this Aerosmith song. It's like, it's like a legendary song. Oh, mine is Vanessa Carlton, "A Thousand Miles." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like that, like that one. Yeah. I feel. Uh, "Dream On" by Aerosmith. Okay. Oh, "Dream yeah, On" is "Dream, Dream on. on" is great. "Dream On" is crazy. Dream I'm, On, hey, hype, hype for real, man. And a, hey, hey, one of the best songs ever created. Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that that's like that's upper echelon. Yeah. Like you you can't top that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are some adult songs. Hey man, uh, y'all know I usually introduce my guest. Man, he needs no introduction. Man, my partner, my brother from another mother, my local travel agent. I keep telling y'all, hop on the train, man. Radar Travel Club, man. My homeboy TJ, what's up, boy? What's going on with you, bro? Appreciate you having me. You know, we gonna get into this pod in a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Hey, man, I'm telling y'all. So TJ just booked us a trip, man, under four grand. Yo, I worked hard for this one. Nice resort. Swim up. Yeah, swim up. Room. All inclusive. Some premium dive in liquors. the water and swim up to the door. Yeah. Premium man. liquors. All you can drink and eat. We had one where they had a little butler, but he didn't want to flex on nobody. Yeah, I so. what I need a butler for? I mean, he come in, he turn your pillows, get your food. Fam, don't touch my pillow, fam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, the one you're going to, they got a pillow menu, you know, so you can get different type of pillows. Really? The, the inserts will uh, be different, so feather, different type of feathers or material. And then they'll also put like um, a scent on there to help you sleep. So eucalyptus, lavender. Uh, put a little peppermint on you. Yeah, bro, you uh. know. Okay, okay, okay. Red okay. Eye Travel Club takes care of you. Yeah. So, hey, I'm telling y'all, y'all, y'all got a trip, man. What I always tell people now is if you have a trip and you want to do it, just give them a shot. Just let them look into it for you. With, all, with, with everything that we do, we try and find the best price. So whether it's through me or from an outside source, I'm going to give you the best price. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're going to see that as, oh, well, you know, he didn't try and rake me over the coals for money. Right. You're going to come back to me and I may be able to do something for you in the future. You know, it may be something that you don't necessarily have the tools or the mindset for. So, like, a lot of things where you might book a trip for you and your wife or you and your significant other, but then you got a family reunion coming up and you got people coming from five, six different cities, yep. all trying to go to the same place, book the same hotel, but then do different excursions while they're there. That's what we come in handy. So just, you know, like Mike said, look us up, Red Eye Travel Club. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. You can just email me, Red Eye Travel Club at Gmail. I'll take care of you, or at least I'll try to. Hey, man, I, I've, I've never had a complaint. Never. 
Never had a complaint. And I work I work long hours. Like I come <laughs> he I'll come spend hours. the night with you if we have to to get the prices. <laughs> he definitely got us a good price. So I appreciate it, man. Um you know, we start off with a rant, man. This rant uh, my rant is a little serious, so I'm gonna get it out the way. And it's gonna be real short because this ain't that type of podcast, man. We just got through listening to Journey. I'm not finna <laughs> I'm not finna get myself <laughs> Yeah, please in don't bring mood. us back down. Yeah, we're not gonna get in a bad mood. Um Quick rant, man. Uh, George Zimmerman is now suing the family of Trayvon Martin for a hundred million dollars. I think for like defamation of character and evidence he, tampering as yeah, well. Yeah, evidence tampering. He claims they got fake witnesses. I'm gonna rant from a place of this. This news just shows you how evil this world is and how sick and twisted some people are. So I'm gonna spin it like this. If you got family or friends that you care about, make sure you let them know. Because there's some real sick and twisted people out here like George Zimmerman, who is getting notoriety. So if you got family, friends, associates, man, even if the dude on the corner opens the door for you, be nice. Say thank you. Man, that go a long way. Yeah, tell your friends and family you love them. Guys, I know y'all all like, oh, this is kind of gay. Man, tell your brother you love him. I appreciate you, dog. Even if y'all just ranting with each other, hey, man, appreciate that. Because, man, when I read this, I immediately got angry, and then I was like, I immediately felt um, safe because I know I got friends and family that ain't nothing like this dude. Right. And I'm thankful for it. So if you got, hey, like I said, if you got close people in your life, man, thank them. Thank them for not being dummies. Thank them for not being jerks. Thank them for not being evil, sadistic people like George Zimmerman. And I'm going to come away from that. I ain't even talking about all the what he did or even the lawsuit or whatever. I ain't taking no sides. What I'm telling y'all is I'm taking the side of love. Love the people that got love for you because there's people like this walking around. And you can end up (laughs) – near people like this right i can't imagine living next to this dude i move (laughs) right i sell my house and move i'm gonna expand on what you said just a little bit you said love the people that love you if you can show love to the people that you know you don't necessarily know too a lot of times it's a lot of times you hear about these people that didn't get any love don't have any appreciation or anybody showing concern for them and that's what causes them to flip out or go, you know, go off, go crazy, Thanks. go off the deep end. Showing a little love, like Mike said, you know, saying thank you, please, hey, hope you have a good day. Just, you know, genuine courtesies go a long way. Yep. If you can do that, you don't know what type of day you might make for a person and change their whole mindset. You might be the switch that flips for them, and therefore yep. something bad that happens turns into something good or something positive. So, like you say, just show show love if yep. you, as much as you can. Show love. Yep, and and breathe positivity into not only your life but into other people's lives. Cause like I said, this is a sick and twisted story. Like I couldn't believe it when I re- looked at it. So yeah, just just breathe positivity in your, into your into your friends and your family's life, and even into people who um, you don't even know. Man, just say thank you. I appreciate it. Whatever, because this dude's sick. And that's all I got. For that's <laughs> all, all right. I got. Let's let's do something a little more lighthearted, man. You got a really good rant. I, I I got something. You know, you got a lot of listeners, and I'm sure quite a few of them uh, last week did a lot of cooking. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, cooking, eating. So my question to you is, how long are leftovers good for? You know, we live in a, a yeah. common tech technical age where everybody's got a refrigerator or most people have uh, proper refrigeration for their food. You're able to store it, put it in containers, keep it. How long can you keep that butterball turkey, the macaroni, the dressing? Yeah. Or are you one of them people that eat food one day and then when you're done eating, you throw it out because you don't eat leftovers? Man, first of all, I'm a, I ain't going to hold you. First of all. I love leftovers. Well, I, I know you do personally, but leftovers. we got we got to speak like the speak the the listeners don't love. Yeah. Um. But but how long? It it really depends on what the item is. Okay. So, what what made me ask you this was I saw a video from a real popular artist, Plies. He said you cook the food Wednesday, 
Thursday was when it's it was when you ate the food. Okay. Friday is when it it was its best. Okay, that's two days. Saturday, that's the last day for leftovers. Sunday, three days. So between Saturday and Sunday, you got to throw it out. Sunday, you tripping. Monday, you in the hospital. Third, uh, Tuesday, you dead. Nah, he bugging. And I'm like, he bugging. I just, you know, I I don't necessarily partake in the turkey, but I eat leftovers. You know, we we cook all throughout the week, and then we might have a leftover day yeah. where, oh, you got a little spaghetti. You might have some tacos, a little soup. First of all, first of all, spaghetti leftovers is that's that's first that's off, otherworldly, bro. I be in. <laughs> I don't even want. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't even care for spaghetti the first day as right. much as I do the next day. Have you had cold spaghetti, bro? Yeah. Oh, so so for me, like, and I had to get a little self control. I go down in the refrigerator. I know they didn't have spaghetti. I didn't eat a lot during dinner. I wait. Y'all didn't put it in the refrigerator and it got a little cold. It's not. It's not completely cold. Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give me a slice of bread. Take that fork. Scoop some into the bread. Put a little ranch, little Parmesan cheese. I got me a spaghetti sandwich. I might get two that or man spaghetti sandwiches. I might get two or three of them. Take me a plate <laughs> and go on back upstairs, bro. Like, oh, I love leftovers. Yeah, I love leftovers too. And not not only that. Hold on. So that tells me that y'all don't know how to repurpose leftovers. No, they don't. It, it's turkey and ham one day. It's sandwiches the next. Bro, all right. So one year we did we had our turkey spread. You know, that was what was on sale. So we're not going to miss this sale. The next day, we still eating regular, traditional, making plate leftovers. The second day of leftovers, we making turkey and ham sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, I want to say for dinner, we had turkey nachos. We put nachos yeah. on the plate, little cheese, broke up the turkey on top. That following morning, because we're not wasting no food. Nah. you gonna you going to nah. eat this. What we do, we took the the remnants of the ham, chopped that up. We made a breakfast scramble. Like, I'm sorry. We we eating this leftover yeah. until there's nothing left. Well, I won't say that. We not I, keeping leftovers that long okay, so that okay, they okay. go bad. We are eating. We cook the food. You eat the food. Food don't go to waste in our house. Might be why I'm a little <laughs> on the bigger side, but food don't go to waste. You got people out here that will literally make a meal, make a full meal that feed three, four, five, six people, but it's only the two of them. They eat that one time. They throwing it out. I had yeah. a home, I had a homeboy down in Mississippi, big family. So that's how they cook. They cook. Yeah. He said, whatever don't get ate, we throw out. I don't believe in leftovers. And nah, he tripping. I spent time with him. I watched bread go to the store, get steak, vegetables, potatoes, cook it up. Everybody had they feel. I'm like, okay, you want me to wrap this up? He was like, nah, bro. This is my first introduction to this no leftover thing. He was like, nah, bro, throw that out. I'm like, okay, sure. He was like, nah, really, we don't eat leftovers. Went right on top of the refrigerator, aluminum foil, wrapped it up, took it home. Yeah. Like if anything else, and I know your dog don't do this. If anything else, yeah, I'm gonna give it. Does. I'm gonna give it to my dog. My dog love table food. Well, some stuff we do. I mean, he can't eat grains and stuff. But what you get? What you give Thor? No, nah, the meats, uh, the veggies. Oh, y'all giving him meats now? Yeah, but just not the bone. He can't get no rib bones. No, bro. That's like that's like dog heaven. Yeah, you come clean up whatever comes. Bro, out I of didn't. Dog I didn't. Heaven. I didn't cleaned up before behind Thor, so yeah. it's okay. But not to get too far off topic, it's just I I felt like I had to ask because I just don't understand this. We throwing food out. I've heard people don't eat leftovers. That ain't life for me. That ain't life. Well, first of all, I don't have a whole lot of leftovers. What I order and what I cook, I often eat. Right. But if there's leftovers, even better. Like I said, spaghetti, psh, knock it off. Next day, day after that, fried chicken. Oh yeah, fried, fried chicken, fish, fried pork chops, oh. leftovers, leftovers, dressing, all that stuff, leftovers. It's all good until it's just no longer good anymore. Right now, you didn't have like okay. We had, um, I think my mom had a uh, one of her jobs catered. They catered moles, and I mean nobody wanted it for whatever reason. We had pans of chicken, pans of beans, yeah, pan, like. By the fourth, fifth day, we tired of this. Like, you can only repurpose it so much. Of course, of course. Okay, we got to get rid of it. But I know it's been plenty of times I done came here 
and thank goodness for leftovers. I got a. Hey, we had this last night. You yeah. want some? Yes, please. <laughs> don't 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 offend me by asking. Just go ahead and heat it up. I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah, I I love. Well, me and you kind of talked about this before, but I don't do leftover French fries. I just don't. I mean, and that's understandable. French fries don't reheat well. Yeah. Even when you, even for those who are patient and reheat in the oven because there's there's two type of reheaters there's people that reheat in the microwave you guys are savages <laughs> and there's people that reheat in the oven there's certain things that you have to reheat in the oven pizza True. pizza yeah reheat in the oven um i say like your garlic bread french bread breads reheat in the oven um there's certain things you can put in the microwave i you know for a long time i didn't understand how the microwave worked i put it in the microwave i just put a lot of time over it Plate be burning hot, food Man, still be cold. You know, recooked everything. Right. You got to, so. How come the plate absorbs more heat than the food? I, I don't know. We haven't figured that part out yet. But what I do know, learn this. I don't know if I read it somewhere, heard it somewhere. You got to put your food and keep, keep create a circle in the middle of the plate. So put your food, like, on the uh, outer part of the plate. Okay. That heats the food up evenly. Okay. So, spaghetti you good. can reheat in the microwave sometimes i hate when i reheat something and i stick my finger in the middle and it's cold oh I'll pause if i have to for y'all but yeah and it's oh. cold in the middle i sometimes hit them with the the two and the and the one man hey oh. uh, so <laughs> my, uh, bad. The, my bad my bad my <laughs> bad um but yeah french fries completely understand if i don't eat all my french yeah. fries right then and there go ahead throw them away go ahead, throw or them. depending on the type of fry it is like if it's um like the shoestrings i don't really do those because they're Sometimes they have the sharp edges, right. but like the steak fries, crinkles, I get those to the dog. He loves potato. Like okay. he, he, part of his diet is big on potato. All you dog lovers, don't message me saying you're not supposed to get your dog potatoes. He been doing it for almost twelve years now. He fine. <laughs> yeah, but I, I completely understand that. Um, something I've learned, you really got to do if you can reheat your chicken in the oven. Like put it on, yeah. put it. Oh. My wife does that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Like you. Yeah, my wife does that. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait. Start reheating stuff in the oven. It take yeah. a it take a little while longer. Add, add a little crispiness to oh, it. Oh, it's amazing. It, it, it's a little more even. Yeah. So so yeah. So so there's leftover etiquette. I want to take a quick moment to interrupt this podcast and just thank you so much for supporting this podcast as well as the launch of the Four Home Field Advantage Podcast Network. To thank you, the listener, for supporting us and along this journey, we are giving away a Amazon gift card. The way you win that Amazon gift card is you take the word of the podcast and you DM it to me. You can do it via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and that will automatically enter you into a chance to win that podcast. I'm sorry, to win that Amazon gift card. The word of this podcast is underrated. Yes, the word of this podcast is underrated. DM the DM me that word on Instagram or Twitter or on Facebook. And again, that will enter you into the chance to win an Amazon gift card. Again, thank you so much for your support. I truly appreciate it for all the years of support that you've ever given us. Thank you so much. Now back to the podcast. Learn to use the oven. Yeah. Right, sometimes. Learn to use uh, the oven. Just learn to use the oven. Here's a good one. Get you the good Tupperware and stuff. Listen, that that plate with the aluminum foil wrapped on it, that that takes away days off that leftovers. Man. That's good when you're leaving the engagement. Right. But if you've cooked at home, go ahead and get you some Tupperware. Don't reuse old butter containers. We didn't we didn't evolve past that. I yeah. mean that that's cool and all when you go into grandma house, but get you some Tupperware, Rubbermaid. Shout yeah. out to Rubbermaid. They got them in you. different colors: red, turquoise, purple. I seen uh, uh even the black covers. Get you some Tupperware. Yeah. I mean you can write your name on it. You can see in it, see what's in there. You're not grabbing the wrong thing. And like you say, it adds time to how long you can keep this yep, stuff. Yep. So yeah, stop, stop sticking that styrofoam in there or that 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 aluminum foil on the on the styrofoam plate, man. It, Re- and please don't put styrofoam in. The I, I was just about to say reheat etiquette. Don't 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 microwave no styrofoam. Yeah, please don't take my food out. Oh my god, take my food out. 
And then you, you got like you looking at the box like why it looked like that because you was eating part of the styrofoam because it melted into your food. I got one more, and then we got move on. All right, I got one more. Look at what is on the plate, please. That's just gonna be like, oh, it's a whole plate. You gonna stick the whole thing in the microwave? If you reheat my potato salad, I'm putting you out the house. Oh. If you reheat oh. my potato salad. I'm putting you out the house. You better than me, bro, because we got to fight. We, <laughs> you done messed up the whole meal because now I can't eat the food because yeah. the potato salad is piping hot. So I got to stick everything back in the refrigerator and wait. While we waiting, we going to fight the fair one. Come yeah. on, put your tennis shoes yeah, on. Yeah, don't reheat my potato salad. I think that's it. You got any more? Nah, that, no I, mean, I mean, that's enough for them. Like yeah. you said, we're going to use the oven. Learn to be patient. Don't reheat no fries. Yeah. Don't put your styrofoam in the microwave. Oh, since we we kind of on the microwave, look at your look at your dishes. Make sure they microwave safe. Cause now, oh, yeah. I mean, some people just throw anything in the microwave, and then you wonder why your plate's starting to change colors or your oh, food yeah, didn't yeah, taste yeah. right. Like, oh, oh, I, I hope I don't have to tell people this, but y'all do realize you can't put aluminum foil in the microwave, right? I hope I ain't got to inform you. I mean, it's okay. That. You might. You might. Just in case you didn't know, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not, not at all. Don't no put, type of metal. Don't put. <laughs> no, no type of metal. Don't, don't, don't leave a fork and a spoon in there either. Yeah, don't be so hungry. You just shove the whole thing in the microwave. You're going to blow the whole house up. Nah, um, but I think that's I think that's enough for yeah. uh, reheat etiquette, uh, leftover etiquette. Yeah, if, if y'all have more, y'all know y'all can tweet me at the number four HFA underscore podcast, or you can uh, message me on Instagram or post under the post for this uh for this uh podcast man let me know what is your leftover etiquette and if mike got some listeners that don't partake in leftovers this pagan holiday that's coming up in a couple weeks call your boy email me red eye travel club at gmail i come through scoop up all your leftovers don't nobody, want, don't nobody want that what honey baked ham i don't like honey baked ham okay we gonna move on we gonna move on hold on hold on hold on i am for, hold on you don't like honey baked ham? My family's from the country. Do you know I ain't known okay. about no honey baked ham until years? I'm from, and then when I got it, I was like, okay. I'm from Los Angeles. This is the equivalent of our in and out conversation. Your family from Tennessee. Yeah. They from Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Memphis. <laughs> Orange Mound. Right there y'all, near Drake Daddy. Yeah, y'all <laughs> Drake Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, let's move I'm on. I'm just saying, sometimes she don't feel like cooking, so she will go get the honey baked ham. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that makes great beans. It's just, no, that's true. Oh, that's true. We're going to throw that last one on there for your leftover etiquette. Don't throw your ham bone away. Wrap it up in some aluminum foil, put it in the yeah, freezer. Yeah. Put it gotta in the freezer. That. You got to reuse that. Got to reuse that for cooking. Got to reuse that for cooking. Um, all right, man, really quick, man. Like I said, it's not going to be too long of a podcast. We do want to talk about a couple things. Uh, Terrell Pryor, just in case you didn't hear, uh, former NFL route receiver, former NFL quarterback. Shout man, out to the Oakland Raiders. I was going to say, does he still hold the record for like the longest run in yes. Oakland Raider history? <laughs> yes. I never forget that play, man. <laughs> I think that was the end of his career. Like, I don't remember nothing after that. Um, so Terrell, um, he got into an altercation with his girlfriend. Uh, I think her name is Shalea. Listen, never mind. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep don't moving. do that because you might yeah. offend somebody. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to offend any Shaleas. Um, but yeah, he got into it. Um, allegedly, he was the aggressor. Start beating on her. She had enough. She stabbed him, and it wasn't no regular stab. She really stabbed him. Stabbed him so bad, he went to the hospital, and we just learned today, we was talking about, he went into cardiac arrest twice, um, and he lost like three and a half liters of blood, which is nuts, because we looked it up. He lost nearly- Half his blood. Yeah, 45 to 50% of his blood. Yeah. That's nuts. So, I don't really want to touch it on the domestic violence part, like- Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. This is not the podcast for that? We can do it for a second. Okay. I mean- I feel like so we'll go with what we what has been reported. He was reported as the aggressor. Bro allegedly she went out to they had an argument. She went out to the club. He didn't want her to go to the club. She came back. He was waiting in the hallway. They got into it in the hallway. It spilled over into the apartment and 
That's where you got to stay. Is this his wife, girlfriend, baby girlfriend. mama? Okay. Um, domestic violence, never okay. Never okay. Never At okay. All. From either side. I, from neither side. I preference the start of my opinion that way. Ladies, if your man don't want you to go to the club, no, he don't have a right to stop you from going, but you could respect his wishes in that case. Oh, Lord, you trying to get this podcast shut down? <laughs> Not at all. Because, and and I say that, I say ladies because the case is her dude didn't want her to go out for whatever reason. Right. We don't know what the reason was. He didn't want her to go out. But then they feel controlled. Okay. But it's the same thing as if you don't want him to do something, he should respect the wishes of you. Like, wait, wait, the pros and cons. Hey, all right, maybe I went to the club last weekend, the weekend before that. Maybe I don't need to go to the club. All right, maybe I didn't spend the last yeah. three nights with my boys on the video on the PlayStation. Maybe I can spend some time with my girl. It ain't gonna kill me. And again, we are not talking about this situation anymore. We've taken the conversation beyond that. Yeah, I mean, but we're from an era where ladies don't do the simple things that a man wants to do because they don't want to be subjected to him. They don't want to do what he say do. They don't really respect the dude, even though they laying with him. And I, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I mean, we we could. This is not gonna be a long podcast. Never yeah. mind. We'll, we'll we'll move a little past that. Um. You think she could have just respected the wishes? And uh, well, let me not speak about this situation. I'm not gonna say respect the wishes, but you could have at least taken it into consideration why he didn't want you to go, and it was probably a logical reason. He may have wanted to spend time with you. He may have, you know, y'all may have been fighting, may have been, you know, going at it a little bit. Maybe we trying to make amends. We don't know. We can only go off what's reported. If he didn't want you to go, he didn't want you to go for Maybe a reason. Maybe he's just crazy, and you know he's crazy. This is true because he was a quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. He did take a few hits. Uh, uh, anyways, anyways. Maybe he crazy. Maybe he don't need to be your boyfriend. This is true. Maybe that. Uh, I do commend the fact that she was able to defend herself. Um, I'm glad you didn't kill him. Because a lot of times in, in those situations, you yeah. don't know how far you can go until you, you go too far. I heard that she really toyed with the idea of whether or not to leave him there. And that, I mean, by the looks of it, if he lost 3.5, had he laid there any longer. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm not gonna say you're to be commended, but you did the right thing by either calling nine one one or allowing him to get the help that he needed. Because nobody wants a murder on their on, on their conscience. Yeah, I, I mean, but uh, again, she's in jail for attempted murder now. Um, I will say, in a lot of situations like this, people tend to go back. They try and reconcile. This don't need to be something you go back Man, to. Neither real. one of y'all. For real. Like that. That's not. That's not history. That's easily forgotten. And. Who knows? The next time something could be way worse. We yep. could be talking about rest in peace, Terrell Pryor. Rest in peace to Miss Shalea. Yep. Like and Back. now that's true. That's very true. It always affects more than just those people that are involved. Yeah. It, the, the ripples have so many effect. Uh, it, it, the ripples go far and wide. So, you know, you two be adults about it. You know, uh, but go your separate ways. Yeah. And and uh, I'm gonna take the situation a little little away from the the actual incident um because at the end of the day I'm I'm glad that nobody died right um uh, it just sucks that that had to happen but taking it away from this situation fellas I I know a lot of fellas that be like I like crazy women uh well okay um this could happen so you know what I'm saying watch watch who you choose Ladies, watch who you choose. This mm-hmm. dude abusive? Like, you know, be careful who you choose, too. Um, let me ask you a question. Shoot. Have you ever dated a woman that when you ended it or something like that happened, you was like, oh, you a little nuts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Old girl that was 6'5". First off. Wait, you dated somebody six five? Yes. I, well, mind you, listeners, because y'all can't see me, I'm only six two. So, and she liked to wear heels. She was always taller than me. So she, you dated Lisa Leslie? Basically, I mean, she was up there, bro. Like she would, she would bend over to <laughs> embrace me. I'm like, yo, bro, you're not about to do that. You're gonna wait till you sit down, and I'm standing up. We not, no, we not playing these games. But first off, she was way younger than she led me on to believe. Okay. 
Um, so I met her the year. I was trying to say, how, what is way younger? But I don't want you catch no case. I ain't gonna catch no case, bro. I'll be on the run. They won't find Red Eye Travel Club nowhere. <laughs> so I met her the year I was uh, my senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen turned nineteen shortly after I met her. We didn't start messing around until the year after I graduated. So I'm nineteen, mind you. You led me to believe that you were my age. You had on a local junior college sweatshirt. You said you were enrolled in classes. Um, you said you were 19. I'm 19. Okay. You said you gave me backstory for the schools that you went to. I looked at your social media. Everything kind of lined up with what mm-hmm. you were saying. We start fooling around. We, I want to say we dated maybe about six months. I realized there was a connection that didn't need to be there between us. Um, come to find out, she dated someone who was like my little brother before me. Okay. Um, withheld this information from me. Like, I, I was either completely oblivious to it, or you did really good to... So you weren't no Marion and Lil' Nah, Fizz nah, nah. I, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I found this out, I felt hey, bad. Hey, you foul. <laughs> Go ahead. When I found this out, I felt bad because I knew my little brother loved this girl. Like, you know, the way he talked about her. Yeah. He, he loved this girl. So I went to him. I told, you know, I went to her first. So I was like, why you didn't tell me? She was like, I broke up with him. That's none of your business. I'm like, okay. I go to him. I tell him. He a little heartbroken by it, but he at least appreciated that I told him. When I told her, hey, I don't think we really can be together anyway. She was like, uh, you know how old I am? I was like, yeah, you about to turn 20. I'm about to turn 20. She was like, no, I just turned 15. Oh. What? What? No, 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 no. I'm like, that's, you're lying. You you know how sensitive of a subject this would be, but you're lying. You go to, you go to this community college. I was dual enrolled. For those who don't know. Yeah. Oh, she hit you with that one. She been dual enrolled since she was a freshman. I'm like, dual enrolled. Shorty a preteen. I'm like, no, 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 no. We no. For all that we did, no. No. You, you ain't got a learner's permit. You can't even get a job without your parents' signature. Oh, I was sick to my So now we go from and in my head I'm like, okay, what do I do? I can continue the relationship because I got to keep you quiet at least for another few years or I got to figure out a way to pull away without you nutting up on me and wanting to tell somebody I did stuff illegally because I didn't know. Next thing it was is you want to kill yourself. Oh, oh, you had one of those. You calling my you're calling my cell phone and my house phone. I live at home still, mind you. <laughs> you calling my house phone, leaving messages two three o'clock in the morning like if you don't pick up the phone i'm gonna slip my wrist i'm holding the razor blade right now what and i'm like i i'm I'm just i'm puzzled like what do i do i I, at some point at some point i talked to i guess like a big brother of mine and he was like call her bluff she's not gonna do it she she understand that she has the power in this situation one because of Uh. the age and Two, because of the activities you've in, uh, engaged in, she's got the power. Allegedly. Call her bluff. So I, call, I was like, I just, I don't know. So, you know, we're spending time with each other. I'm reluctant. Like, we no longer physical, but I come pick you up. I take you to school, take you to take you home, take you to your job. Just little stuff. Just so you stay quiet. I, we gonna, I'm going to play ball with you because I have to. Yeah. You get the sense that I'm playing ball and you was like, well, when are we going to be intimate again? No, no, you're too young. She was like, that didn't stop you before. I didn't know. Yeah. So you go back to, I'm going to kill myself. I said, all right, cool, bro. I'm going to take you to the, I'm going to take you to the train so you can go home. You let me know when you make it home. Uh, call me before you kill yourself so I can make sure I'm. Oh, Jesus. You <laughs> Yo, like, I, I, that's what my brother told me. He was like, you got to call her bluff and you got to stick, stick to it hard. Now, it may sound like I'm a savage in this case, but mind you doing it, I am very nervous because yeah, yeah, of course. You've been calling course, me. Absolutely. Like, people know, like, I've been very visible in your life, so people know. 
Mind you, people be like, well, she was in high school. She was dual enrolled, so she was taking her high school classes at the college. She was hanging out with other college people. So it wasn't like she was at a high school, right? Of course, like yeah. around other high schoolers. I didn't know. When it was all said and done, she never killed herself. She didn't. She didn't even attempt. All she did was start dating another football player on my team. Like you look at her social media, um, she had like my entire offensive and defensive line as friends and was like on their page talking to them that's scary when a girl that can dunk on you is is threatening you (laughs) so a couple years go by i just happened to uh you know facebook has the little memory thing yeah yeah so i was like so i'm going through my memories one of them had her name so i click on her profile you you know you went on you graduated high school at some point you are now living in Arizona, tattoo artist. You date females. You you know, you're, you're a lesbian you now. You broke her heart, you savage. Don't do me. Don't do me, sir. Not at all. Yeah, my but, story ain't nowhere near that. But, man, I remember I dated this girl, broke up with her, uh, hit her with that. I hit her with the, it's not you. It's me. It's me. It's it's nothing to do with you. It's me, <laughs> fellas. Can I tell you something? That don't work. <laughs> that does not work, fellas. I don't think our brains are equipped to know that until we try it and we fail. No, nah, don't even try it, <laughs> fellas. Don't even try it. Look, even if it did work, those days are over. <laughs> so I hit her with the. It's not you. It's me. She said okay, and that was it. And uh, I remember one day I came into work. I saw her. I said, hey, what's up? Don't talk to me. Uh, your energy changed. <laughs> so she went off on me in the middle of the floor. Like, went off. Like, ham. Boom, 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 boom. At work. At work. I was like, like a deer in the headlights. Like, <laughs> Just I, stuck. Froze. I can't move. <laughs> Later on, we all ride the train uh, to get to our vehicles. So she's there. She had already cut the train before me. Okay. I catch the next train. I get out there. She's leaning on my car. Bro. So then <laughs> and I, I walk up, and she was like, I was thinking about uh, uh, slicing your tires and keying your car, but I decided not to. Have a good night. Oh, she that type of crazy. <laughs> scared me. <laughs> just, She's scary. Like, oh, she was so small. She couldn't have weighed more than 110 pounds. Oh. <laughs> she was small. She was short. 110 pounds. Bad girl terrified me. We didn't talk ever again. Well, I think I think one time she was like, she was like, uh, I'm finna get ready to leave work. I was like, uh, okay. And she was like, yeah, my new boyfriend's picking me up. I was like, uh, Okay. It's like, you ain't jealous? Oh, uh, man, I'm whatever you want me to be. <laughs> right? <laughs> Please don't keep my my 89 Toyota Camry. <laughs> she the type to hide between the cars and run up and try and slash your throat, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, she was just leaning on the car, and I was like, oh, yo, is that? I'm I would have made, <laughs> I would have made a beeline went gotten right back on the train. <laughs> I'm going to outweigh you, bro. Yeah, I walked up. She was like, yeah. I was going to slice your tires and key your car, but I decided not to. Have a good night. I was like, uh, uh, what did I do, y'all? <laughs> anyway, so I say all that to say, man, <laughs> fellas, be careful. Ladies, be careful. Yeah, be careful. We don't, we don't want no situations that happen. Um, Man, next thing, man, we want to talk a little bit about Kyrie Irving because, hey, man, he used to play for your team, Boston Celtics. Boo, Kyrie. Hey, he finna write a long Instagram post about Boo, that. Kyrie. <laughs> so, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, he returned to Boston. Actually, he didn't. Uh, he didn't even show up. He didn't come to the game. He didn't dress. He didn't play. Is he injured? Yeah, he's injured. I think it's a shoulder injury. But he didn't even come. Like, he was like, I'm not going to come. They boo Kyrie, even though he's not there, which is kind of weird. But Boston was like, I ain't finna waste these tickets. Bruh, you know we about that life. We keep the same energy. He heard it, right? He heard they the booze. Them. Oh, they also chanted, where is Kyrie? <laughs> Freaking ridiculous, bro. So, anyway, they do all that. And then right after that game, Kyrie gets on Instagram and writes the longest post. Four-page letter. 
before, oh, first heartbroken all, girlfriend. It wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. First of all, you Instagram users, can y'all stop writing long posts in your story? Bro, it's not enough time for me to be able to read Thank it. Thank you. I got to hold the button, open it, screenshot it. Bro, if you don't go somewhere, you're exactly. emotional. <laughs> all right. So he writes a long story basically saying, there's more to uh, basketball. Uh, everything is sports entertainment. We just love the game, but fans are making it difficult because it's sports entertainment. Um, I ain't even going to ask no question, man. What's your, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? If that's the case, walk away from your $34 million contract he ain't doing. and do what Ricky Williams did. For all of y'all who don't know who Ricky Williams is, Heisman winner, coming out of Texas, yeah, played for the Saints. At some point, Brett said he was tired of football. He, you know, played for Miami, played for that's Miami he, for a little bit, yeah. and said, "Hey, I'm just gonna walk away from this. I'm I'm at the height of my career. I could be really great, but there's more to life than football. There's more to life than me putting on these shoulder pads, yeah, getting beat up. I'm gonna go smoke. I'm gonna go hike. I'm gonna go enjoy myself." And he never looked back. No regrets. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Now, people are saying Kyrie got a little mental health. He he he's going through things, which is very it? possible. I'm I'm not I'm not asking if he really is. I'm I not see. trying to go that serious. I'm asking, do you believe Kyrie has mental health issues? I do. Okay. I believe we all do in some form or fashion. Now that's true. Like dealing true. with things. Um, dealing with life and the the ups and downs of life, that you're going right. yeah. to have some. You're not going to respond to everything as as you want to or as people should, and that's right. really what this is. He's not responding the way people think he should. So you got you you dealing with something. Have you said you're dealing with something? No, you just said there's more to life than basketball. Is there? No, you're a basketball player, he sir. He said he mentioned one thing about mental health. He was like, people are dealing with mental health, but he he wasn't real honest. You didn't say everything. I'm dealing with mental health. He didn't. He didn't. And we're in a society now where that send off all type of red flags. People will get you the help you need as soon as you are willing to say, "Hey, this is what's going on." It's playing the victim card. Go ahead. Okay, so play. I the mean, victim. I hate to say that because mental health is real. I've even dealt with it before. Right. But. Now today, it's like a buzzword. It's like mm-hmm. oh, I can say this and I can I can get off. I, can, I, can, I yeah I can. It's it's disgusting when people do it, and I hope Kyrie's not doing that. But understand why you got booed, Kyrie. You are the guy who said, "If Boston will have me, this is where I want to be. I want my jersey to hang. I want my jersey to be the next one in the rafters." Yeah. We didn't pressure you into saying that. You said that, and he mailed it in in the playoffs. In the then playoffs, you did the Nike commercial talking about your dad meeting your mom in Boston and y'all playing on the court. You are the one that wanted to be in Boston. Yeah, you left Cleveland so you could be the man. We're gonna let you be the man in Boston. They did. What happened? Stunk it up. You cried like a big baby. You sh- you sh- chose to disappear in the playoffs, bro. And then when you got the young dudes stepping up, trying to help, because mind you, they are young. They looking to you for leadership. Yeah. You folded. I yeah. mean, you folded. No ten toes down, nothing, bro. You folded. I know uh, it's an assumption too, but I don't believe he he tried to make those players better. No, that's an assumption, oh my. But I I don't see it. Like Jason Tatum was really good on his own. Jalen well, Brown. I ain't gonna say on his own, but he was really good with Kyrie out the lineup. And Kyrie came back; it was dud. You know who else was really good? Al Horford. Yeah. Oh, you're not gonna address it. You're not gonna say nothing. I told you who Al Horford is. <laughs> Al Horford, thirteen, eight, and three. I, I wish we still had that thirteen, eight, and three. I'd take it right now. Oh, but he's a winner, though. Oh he's yeah, he's a winner. He, he he finds a way to win. But to he's not get off, not get off subject. You go to Brooklyn thinking that you're going to. Not have these same issues? That's stupid. Okay, Boston fans are notorious. Los Angeles fans, notorious. New York is the cream of the crop. They Especially gonna, in basketball. They going to chew you up if you don't produce. And the media going to do it just as worse. And I'm sorry, you're not number one on that team. Yeah, you're yeah, number no, two. KD. You're KD. number two. So you're not going to have it all fall on your shoulders like you want to, but maybe that'll be the out that you need. Hey, he didn't make the shot. Hey, he didn't make the pass. Let's blame him. I think he wants all the glory without any of the blame. Like, they go hand in hand. So he's a short KD. They're on the same team together. It's going to be great, Brooklyn. 
And the crazy part, Brooklyn has an excellent sh- shot at the championship because you can't stop either one of them if they get on the court and they're healthy. Have you seen Brooklyn without without Kyrie? Though? They they are balling. Yeah. First of all, let me tell you something. Um, I've I've been on record. Um, a lot of people don't realize when Atlanta had that really good teams, those really good teams under uh, Coach Bud. Um, he had two really good assistants up under him that he really went out and got from some from overseas, but some Kenny Atkinson. Okay. And Quinn. Quinn is in Utah. Team been balling ever since. <laughs> out of this world. Atkinson. He's he's been playing with nothing sometimes and he just had them dudes balling. Right. Atkinson doesn't the way he coaches doesn't match Kyrie's play. Because Kyrie wants – Kyrie – let me rephrase. You want the ball in Kyrie's hand. Right. Without a doubt. But that doesn't match what Kenny Atkinson does. Okay. So when he goes out, Kenny Atkinson is able to do what he does. He's able to coach his yeah. team the way he needs to. Yeah, and that team's going to ball. When Kyrie comes in, I don't know how much Kenny Atkinson I see. Do you feel like that happened with Brad Stevens too? Because we were moving the ball – we were just missing the piece. We felt Kyrie would be that piece. Kyrie came in, and it seemed like it became Kyrie ball. Yeah. And then when Kyrie goes to that bench, these young dudes is thriving. Yes and no. Okay. Did did that happen? Yes. But does it have to happen? Yes. <laughs> it's Kyrie. <laughs> you got to have the ball in Kyrie's hand. Okay. It's, it's sort of like as much as people are complaining about Houston and James Harden and the shots he takes – you want the ball in James Harden's mm-hmm. hand. You want it in his hand unless my boy Russ yeah. is getting a yeah. double. Does, does it suck? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Does it suck? Uh, I wouldn't want to play in that type of offense, but you don't take the ball out of Kyrie's hands. But to get back to the point in hand, I feel like for you, you knew they was going to boo you, whether you played the game or not. Yeah. I mean, that's the environment that you came from. Do you like, think he didn't show up because he knew it was ha- going to happen? Why Why else wouldn't you show up? I mean, I mean, he wasn't getting surgery or nothing like Right. That. Why else wouldn't you show up? I don't know. Players, I, don't know. I mean, players sit on the bench night in and night out in their street clothes. Suited up, yeah. So for you to not come, you didn't want to deal with that. And maybe that takes in, that would have taken a toll on your mental health. Because I'm not going to, I take a lot of people at face value. If you... Say you got mental health issues. Hey, I'm gonna rock with you. Right. We're gonna try to get course, you the help. Of course, of course, of course. He's not saying that, but that's what we are seeing. You're, you're we're seeing mental health. Issues. Your actions are showing us mental health issues. So maybe that's why you didn't show up. That wouldn't have been something that you could deal with and handle. It would have. Maybe there is a part of Kyrie that really wanted to be in Boston. Really wanted his jersey in the rafters. Yeah. But mentally, that didn't coincide with what you were able to do, so you had to go the other way. And let me say, too, uh, um, mental health goes a really far way. A lot of things have come out of the mental health. There, there's like this book. I I forgot what it's called. But there's a book that says these are mental health issues. Okay. Some things have been pulled out of there, such things as narcissism. Hmm. So could Kyrie be a, a certified narcissist? <laughs> could be. Seems like it. Do you remember if the book said anything about manipulators? Uh, I don't know. I know I'm a manipulator. <laughs> like I just like keeping a keeping it a buck. I know I manipulate situations. I'm I'm a very good listener. I take what you say and I give it back to you. Yeah. And I give it back to you so that it benefits me. And you'll be like, "What just happened?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. I manipulated the heck out of that situation, <laughs> but I'm on top now. So uh, let's keep it going." Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on with Kyrie. I don't want to assume mental health. I don't want to assume he has it. I don't want to assume he doesn't have it. What I will say is that Instagram post was unnecessary, he and it was like very a, sensitive. Looked like a sensitive girlfriend, bro. Like yeah, it was crying. very sensitive. Like that whole big old post. And somebody said something really big on TV. They said uh, Kyrie came off very condescending. Yeah, and that's true. Like if you got mental health issues, just say it. If you didn't like the fact that Boston booed you and you felt like you gave it your all, just say that. Right. But don't come off like we stupid because we don't realize this. Um, that's basically what he said. What I really want to see is what he does the next when they when he does get to suit up against Boston. Because imagine, and I know it's far fetched, but could you imagine Kobe leaving the Lakers for whatever reason? Lead the Lakers and the Lakers boo that man. 
he gonna eat them up. Oh yeah, oh he yeah. gonna torch them. Oh yeah, he probably. Oh yeah, he's probably drop eighty two just for go the full heck savage. Of it. Right, full savage. Like, all right, if if you not getting the welcome that you thought you should get and deserve, I mean, you didn't bring us no championship. We don't really. Me as a Boston fan, and when I say, and you, and you guys are the Celtics, so it don't matter about no playoffs for you. Right, we hang championship banners. Yeah, like you didn't, you didn't bring us nothing that we didn't already have. All right, mm-hmm. bro, go on about your business. You thought you should get a better welcome? Come torch us. Show us what we missing. Lock up Kimba. Yeah, lock up Kimba. Torch us. I can tell you right and, now, and he ain't finna lock up no Kimba. Kiss to the crowd as you walking off because you the better you the better player. Right. We got the short end of the stick. Well, that, that's why I say this new generation comes from a little bit of wussification. Like they they sensitive and they, and instead of doing something about an issue, they'd rather just tweet about it or say something about it and be like, "Oh, I want y'all to stop doing this because y'all don't know y'all too stupid to figure this out." It's sports entertainment. Yeah, we know you signed up for this. Again. Yeah, you didn't sign up for the media, but technically you did. You went to Brooklyn. Walk away from that $34 million. Go play a little street ball, bro. If you're doing it for the art and the yeah. love of the game, yeah. go out there to Rutgers, play in the park. Go out there to uh, Venice Beach, play, in the, that. Play, on the, play on the hard top out there. Go overseas where they, you know, they might know your name, but they can't speak English. Yeah. And play there, bro. All Take gonna, less money. All he gonna do is complain about it. He ain't gonna do nothing about it. And then go right back to practice. Yeah, that that ain't that ain't how they built today. Um, and I like Kyrie. <laughs> Dude's a beast with Uncle the ball Drew? in his hands. Oh my goodness, he is nuts with the ball in his hands. He just he's he's uber sensitive. He's uber entitled. I don't think either one of those are assumptions anymore. And neither one of those go well with sports. Like, but my thing is this. Okay, Kyrie, let's say this is true, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Why did you go from Cleveland media to Boston media to New York media? That don't make sense. You could have been a Phoenix Sun, Sacramento King. Bruh. Uh, who else we got? Small Orlando market. Magic. like uh, Charlotte, uh, uh, the Hornets, Pelicans. Go disappear. I mean, not disappear, but like. Go Smaller market, away. bro. Right. Yeah. Go just go somewhere where they're gonna appreciate. Number one, they're gonna appreciate you. Absolutely. And two, you can play ball. Absolutely. Sure. Couple games out the year, you're gonna be in big markets. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a highlight game. Yes. But that's not what they're looking for every night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, nothing else to say about Kyrie. I do hope to see him on the court playing. Cause at the end of the day, I think that's what most people want to see. But you can't run around from the boo people. I hope Kimba take your ankles and your soul. Now, he can't defend Kimba. Now, can Kimba defend him? No. But this is true. But either way, they both going to drop 68 on each other. <laughs> it's going to be the weirdest just game all ever. out sprint fest. Yeah, they're just going to sprint and dribble, 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 take shots. Jason Tatum going to want to fight both of them. <laughs> going to be light skin. Turn it red on the court. going to be sick. <laughs> Marcus Smart will probably be the one fighting though. Marcus Smart, hey man, Marcus Smart has become the logical one on on the team. Yo, That's kind of weird, ain't it? It is, bro. It, but to it's see weird. him be the you know uh, calmer heads prevail, he'll you know people fighting. He pulling people away. You know he he's very smart defensively. If we could get some of them offensive possessions, oh no, nah, man, them days over. He, I mean, he makes there. he makes the pass. Yeah, it's the shot. Like, what you know, what you know, and we're gonna move on. He's the type of player you need on your team if you want to win a championship, right? He's 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 got that dog in him, he's that tight. Yeah, but Marcus Smart, like, he even when Kyrie left, I thought he played the middle quite well, but you know, Kyrie and KD on the same team, boy, who we. They're going to be blaming each other in a second. That's an emotional locker room. And I, I'm a big KD fan. That's an emotional locker room. KD going to be tweeting from five, six different ghost accounts <laughs> about true. what Kyrie yeah. did and didn't do. Why is KD still talking about Golden huh. State? Like, I don't I, know. I, I understand. I know, I know they're asking questions, but he's like going in depth. Yeah. I didn't like Steve Kerr. I didn't like the offense. 
I thought that the offense was this, this, this. That's right. why I came there. No, how about you beat him if you know the offense that he's in? You won with these dudes. You shed blood, sweat, and tears with these dudes. Chop it up, move on. What you have? What did he say? Yeah, Draymond when he fussed at me, that that did have an effect on my decision. <laughs> Knock it off, KD. Um, man, let's move on. Ron Rivera, who is a very well well respected coach of the Carolina Panthers, has been fired. I knew it was going to happen uh, because I'm in the NFC South. I okay. Knew. I knew. I felt like with Cam Her- – oh, Ron Rivera, defensive coordinator. Oakland Raiders gladly take you. Come uh-huh. on. Oh, I'm sorry. Las Vegas Raiders will gladly take you. Come he on, bro. W- he would be nice with Come the young on. players. You like black. I see you in your your pictures. you always wearing black. We black and silver. Just All right. Anyways, I didn't think it was going to come when it did. The loss of your, hey, your the loss of your franchise quarterback. You got a franchise running back that is starting to take over. Kind of changing of the guard. Yep. I felt like they're gonna finish the season off. We're gonna see y'all part ways. So I know Christian McCaffrey should be up for MVP. Y'all gotta knock it off. Anyway, go ahead. Um, to see him fired in four with four games left, I don't really understand. It doesn't make any sense because there. Well, Tepper says I wanted to give coaches. I didn't want to search for coaches behind his back. Who are you searching for, sir? Who are you searching for with four weeks left? I'm going to name all the possibilities. Again, Dennis Allen. Oh, yeah, no. I forgot one. Jack Del Rio. Yeah, no. No? No, 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 no Dennis Allen. No Jack Del Rio. Uh, uh, Herman Edwards. Nah. Chip Kelly. Nah. No? no? Chip Kelly ain't coming back. Lane Kiffin. Lane. I want his name to disappear. Don't do my boy Lane like that. I Lane. want his name to disappear. You liked him in USC? Did you like him in USC? <laughs> I liked his playing style. I liked his I, I liked his playing style. What resulted from it? No. But we'll keep going. Um, are you gonna pull Peyton Manning? Tony yeah, Romo? No, no. So who are you who are you think you about to hire as your head coach? That's what I understand. Now, two weeks to go, I kinda understand because the college uh, uh most of the uh bowl games are over. Right, so coaches looking for a job. Yeah, e- even some of the college football, you know, uh, um, recruiting is starting. You want to get there before the guys go to recruit. I get it. Maybe you ain't no Harbaugh. I don't know. Oh yeah, Harbaugh. No, 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 no. I know. Maybe he's waiting no. on Harbaugh. No, Harbaugh needs to leave Michigan. You are not built for college. Oh, oh, oh um, my my dude, he he was a Dorsey Don. Oh, <sighs> Cleveland Browns. Um, what are you talking about? The coach, Freddie Kitchens? No, no, no. Who was there? Who was there? Ball guy, black guy. Hugh, Hugh, oh, Hugh Jackson. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's not really no, there's no big names for you to have to fire Ryan right now that you're gonna get. Yeah, it was to a commit to you because you basically said, I mean, I'm be honest, the NFC is sold up. If you're a wild card and you're not in the NFC East, it's over. I mean, unless like, you're gonna do what Mark Davis did and offer somebody a hundred million dollars to come. Oh, is that a pl- oh, oh, so sorry, so sorry. <laughs> if y'all don't know, I'm a Raider fan. <laughs> y'all are paying a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah, my point is, Carolina Panthers are pretty much mathematically out of the playoffs. I don't, I don't what what is getting rid of him going to do? So now you're going to hire an interim coach, somebody on the staff cuz you haven't named of one course, yet. Of course. Of course. And then Well, they named the interim coach. Did they? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I forgot his name, but yeah. So in 4 weeks, you're going to fire him cuz you're not going you're much. not going to keep him. So now Pretty you got to fire two coaches. Like uh, It didn't it didn't quite make sense. It do, it doesn't quite make sense. But one of the rumors is that he was um and this for the man up part of our podcast. One of the rumors is that some of the brass did not like him bringing his family around to games and practices and all that stuff. I have issue with that. Um, As a man, yeah. What do you what do you think about that? So I looked at the picture, and again, we are visual. I looked at the picture of his wife and his daughter. Uh huh. It's not like um, any of the pictures that I saw. They look like they were a distraction to anybody on the team. Um, very. Um, tasteful in their attire. I thought so too. Um, yeah. so that that shouldn't have been an issue, you know, because you do have. I'm sorry, some of these guys are fresh out of college. Uh, 
not that we can't just control ourselves. We're brutes and, oh, yeah, I see a woman, I got to attack her or anything of that search. But they were very taste, tasteful in their attire, um, so they weren't a distraction. But the NFL is kind of like a family event. Like, they, they do a lot of things family-oriented. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Um, you have all these practice, open practices where you have kids there. Um, a lot of these well-known players, veterans, they have their children in the locker rooms, in the facilities. They're well-known around these organizations. Yes. And Rivera said that he was trying to create a family atmosphere, which was why he had his wife and his daughter around so much. What is wrong with that? Yeah, I don't I don't see an issue. Like, I, I don't understand why that would even be an issue. As a man, I wouldn't have an issue. Yeah, we're here to do work. We're here to do business. But unless you got some huge family and the kids are bad and the wife is like trying to flirt with the players. Right. Like there's no issue. There's no issue. No issue at all. So I thought that was kind of weird just from a and well, let's say this from a man's standpoint. Whether or not this is true or false, I hope that it's not rooted in any truth because you as a man, don't bring my family into this. Very uh, uh, point well well taken. Um, yeah, you you got to see me. You got to see me if you talk <laughs> slick about my family. Catch a fair one. I, I just uh, I, what, I just what's fair? That, fair what? Life ain't fair. You uh, talk about my family. You sneaking them? You talk about my family? Are you sneaking them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want you to see me. I want you to see me though. I want you to look me in my eye and know it's coming. That's true too. Like I don't want you to be like, oh, he he, he hit me in the nah. I want you to look me in my eye and understand what I'm about to do to you. Yeah. Yeah, um, I just I have issue with it because there's nothing wrong with wanting. Understand you got you got some of these guys who ain't never had who've never had these large amounts of money and they don't know what to do with it. Um, yeah, you want a positive example for them, and usually that comes from maybe an older veteran on the team who is family oriented. Yeah, he don't necessarily had a the fastest newest sports car. He got some reasonable. Um, he don't go out to the clubs when they on the road. He go back to the hotel, get yeah. some rest, call his friend. So you want that image in your organization, and typically it starts from the top down. Yeah, it should. So why and I would, would be honest if you if you especially in college, uh, these head coaches don't really care about these kids, Bruh. As much as I like, I know people would love to think they care, but. Man, to have a head coach in there that cares about trying to build a family atmosphere. That coach trying to win a national yeah. championship and then recruit the next year so that he can get Man, another national championship. Talk about it. Ain't nobody worried about uh, your mom ain't got no money for the bills. Oh, you you missing home. Okay, you missing home? Go run a lap, bro. We matter, need to get ready for next week. Matter of fact, I'm trying to make sure I know his name correctly. If you guys get a chance, look up the – recent story on Josh Keys. He was a linebacker, really wasn't no name to him. Look up his story and find out what Boston College tried to do to him after he left. Bro. It's, it's trash. So to get a, a guy like Ron Rivera, it's hard to fire coaches like that. Right. Like I said, did I think that Ron Rivera was getting fired? Absolutely. Because after nine years, sometimes you got to look. You, gotta, you just got to change things up. Yeah, because you don't want to waste – talent when they get older right i'm saying that because atlanta's in the same situation i like dan quinn the players say they love dan quinn might be time to get somebody out of there yeah i think he has a great message i think he knows his x's and o's but it may be time Mm -hmm. but don't bring the family into it just just be up and real be like hey man we thought it was time to move on right and I mean like you said it was time to move on and i think temper kind of said that it's time to move on right he did it was and again, this is rumored as speculation. We're just hoping that it's not true. Yeah. Um, if it is true, like you said, you gotta fight I say you gotta fight the fair one. Mike said he's gonna sneak you. Either way, you're gonna catch yeah. his hands, bro. Either way, we gotta fight. Yeah, without a doubt. Fight, as men. But again, Rivera. Uh I I put in a call to uh Mark, John Gruden, whoever you gonna drive him to the airport. Bro, <laughs> Charlotte ain't too far away. I go get him, bro. Go pick him up. We make it happen. I got a, I got a Raider hat for you right now, bro. We need you. Because the defense is killing me out there. Good Lord. Indeed. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming by and doing this podcast, man. It was oh, a good discussion. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Got a little story time. I'm going to go upstairs and see if I can uh, crack open the refrigerator and find some leftovers. 
Uh, yeah, man. I'm finna eat some leftovers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, find me on uh, Instagram. Right now, I'll give you my personal one. It's California X King. Let me make sure that's right. You know, I switch it up sometimes. I got a crazy 6'5 ex-girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah, California X King. Um, but you can also, pretty soon, you're going to be able to find me um, on Instagram. Red Eye Travel Club. All one word, but you can find me right now on Facebook, Red Eye Travel Club. Uh, I'll link it um, when Mike starts to share the podcast, as well as just email me or you know hit up Mike, DM him. Yeah, for real. He'll he'll pass the information on. We'll get to you, bro. It's it's a pleasure. Oh, by the way, I listened to the first two podcasts of you and your wife. Um, oh yeah, watch this tone. Watch and your, your tone delivery and podcast. Your delivery. I've been trying to figure out somebody I can say that to. So, you know, single listeners, you want to watch your tone and delivery with me? Come on. Uh, hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, it's a great podcast. Thank if y'all you. haven't had a chance to listen to it, uh, please check out Mike's new podcast with Nicole. They have great chemistry. You would expect that, but everything doesn't translate when you're working together. But what I know from them personally, it translates right into the podcast, and it's it's a great listen. Thank you. I appreciate it. One day we're going to really argue on the podcast. Y'all going to really see some fireworks. <laughs> it's probably coming. Um, yeah, absolutely. Please reach out to him, man. I keep telling y'all, he does really, really good work. And the great part is he'll do the work, and, and you don't necessarily have to book with him. Like, if you don't like none of his choices, he ain't going to trip. Yeah, and I'm not charging you for that, yeah, for that work either. He's not charging you for the consultation. All you got to do is reach out. You going to uh? You taking a cruise to Greece? Call them. We got some good cruises too. Look at I that. work with all cruise lines: Carnival, Disney, uh, Celebrity, Princess, Norwegian, yep. uh, Royal Caribbean's one of my personal favorites. But whoever you want, we even do the little sea cruises up yeah. and down the river. You want to do a family reunion on a cruise? That man can oh, do it. I'm working on one of them now. Yeah, so, yeah, reach out to him, man. I'm telling y'all, speak from perfect exa- personal example. I always call him. That's my personal travel agent, hands down. Um, y'all know y'all can find me at the number four HFA underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please reach out. I'm trying to be more active on there. Um, the episode two of the Watch Your Tone and Delivery podcast has a word of the podcast in there. It's within the first 20 minutes. All you got to do is listen and DM me the word, and you'll be entered to win a Amazon gift card. Uh, same with this podcast. It's going to be a word of the podcast. Listen, DM me the word, and you're going to enter for a chance to win. That's just out of my personal pocket to say thank you for always listening, man. I truly appreciate that. Uh, that's it, man. You got anything else? Oh, you know what? Um, I, I remember and with you talking about your word of the day, word of the podcast, We uh, Red Eye Travel Club. And conjunction with Relax on Vacay are going to be happy to sponsor one of your uh, Word of the Podcast. We'll put together a little gift card package for you to give away. Hey, there we go. You see, you see, you see? This is family right here. This is what happens. Hey, man, thank you for listening. I'm going to catch y'all in another two weeks with a podcast for Home Field Advantage. Check out Watch Your Tone and Delivery Podcast next week. I'll check y'all later.